Hey, Ernaz here. First off, a shout out to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Isa, Herman, Audra, Lois, Jane, Nora, Reginard, Kobe, Osterdama, Evelyn, Sarah, Joe, Kevin, Mary, Karen, Jennifer, Jenna, Anna, Diane, Suze, Stephanie, Terry, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren stories, Next in Fashion, Bowen Yang, and now HBO Max's new streetwear design competition, The Hype. So join us. Your support helps out with our production costs, and we get to enjoy some Project Runway extracurriculars together. Another way you can support the podcast is by telling your friends and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps more people find the show and join our amazing group of Project Runway fans. All right. Speaking of Project Runway, let's get to it. The neckline is like circle and then circle in the back and then it circles down and then the hem circles. And I just don't know if it's like, wow. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, A Labor of Love, dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernaz, and all you listeners, just gotta say your loveliness is aggressive and i'm nayland and i'm all about the artillery (laughs) that was was gonna be that was like my second choice i was gonna try to get militarari to rhyme with artillery (laughs) it's a long way to artillery it's a um, long, long way to go. Oh my goodness. Uh welcome back, Nayland. Uh welcome back, listeners. Hi. It's so good to be with y'all. Uh so just to remind everyone, um, because it's been a while, we are on mm-hmm. Instagram at the Workroom Podcast and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash the workroom. Mm-hmm. And there is there is a cheat sheet. Remember that? Um, so we are yes. we're coming back from a little spin in los angeles so just letting y'all know if you're not on patreon that's where we are sometimes we're in la covering Mm -hmm. the hype on hbo max Mm -hmm. and so season one of the hype season one thank you for clarifying because there are two seasons so uh listeners don't spoil it for me i have not watched ahead nalan are you done with season two no okay all right no i haven't even started season two i'm i I'm I watched all of season one, okay. but then but but then I've been like, yeah, all right. holding off on season two. Yeah, because I know some of you guys out there have finished all the seasons. So uh, we're making our way through season one. And um, just to remind everyone to please keep sending us all your hot takes, your questions, your gossip mm-hmm. to in the workroom at gmail dot com. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's about all of the housekeeping up top. Yeah. And so we're 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 settling back in New York City because it's time to continue our vintage adventure, season nine. We're on mm-hmm. episode twelve, and it's the finale challenge. Mm-hmm. So, I, by your request, listeners, 
We have to remind you I just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say, this was your idea. And also that you should count your blessings because you didn't get to hear me rant about <laughs> my antagonism for birds oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> on last week's episode. So, Man, and I will say uh, it's so funny because I wrote a quote from Michael Kors and from from the previously so it's like it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with the joy of the bird as a criticism <laughs> for a, for an outfit or Heidi Klum and going, if there's anyone who too- knows about the joy of the bird it is for <laughs> yeah. those Michael Kors <clears throat> a man who exudes avian jubilance oh yeah just the, the birdiness from every pore the birdiest of all birds yes <laughs> and Heidi Klum going it's not it's actually too birdy, you know. I just, yeah, oh. just kind of. I love those previouslys, because I'll say yes. in real life I love birds. <laughs> I love looking at them. <laughs> but last week was just too hilarious. So we're we're done with birds. Um, we're also done with Bert. Um, it just yes. happens to be that they're all their names sound the same. Mm-hmm. And we're waking up in Atlas, and we have <clears throat> some of the designers kind of talking about the previouslys mm-hmm. and we have joshua and victor who are just like you know it was sad to say goodbye to bert he could have stayed longer longer than kimberly and it's like okay well, all right also we we um yeah we get joshua going like we were just getting to know him was <laughs> <laughs> like yeah uh, it's hard to get to know him when you're screaming at him. <laughs> so Joshua. wistfully. Yeah, when like 90% of the time that he's been with you has been antagonistic until yeah. like the last five minutes where you're just like, you know what, Bert, it's kind of nice, especially yeah. now that he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, but all the people who are still around hate them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I this mean, is... Yeah, we're we're getting into like a really interesting emotional tone in yes. this episode, I will say. I mean, it's getting really catty. It's getting mm-hmm. very tense. And also, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in Josh fashion, he's moving the target around as to what, what qualifies right. a person to be there. Because right. the only people who qualify to be there is Joshua and his best friend, Victor, meaning his right. roommate, his only roommate left. Yeah. And so, like, Josh is, like, kind of on eye and going, well, you know, this is the best of the best and the best of the tailoring, the best of the sewing, the best of the pressing, you know? Like, look at my ironing skills. I deserve to be here. Can't she even make yeah. a jacket? It's like, what? This isn't? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So we have, like, a little bit of that going on. And then we have on the other side, we have Anya and Kimberly and and Laura and and we have Kimberly kind of interviewing Anya, being like, how does it mm-hmm. feel to have another win? And so it's kind of a little less heavy. A little less pointed, but, yes, uh, but yeah. also kind of tense. Yeah, it's tense. I mean, because um, did you get any impressions of it being tense from this, like, waking up in Atlas moment? Yeah, just that. Just that. Um, I mean, they're kind of laughing with each other. Yeah, but they're but like it's you know it's serious and hmm. um you know you just Laura is isn't like smiling and joking. 
Yeah, no, she's usually, or I will say like last week, we we got like a shot of all of them sitting in front of the mirror doing their makeup together. <laughs> and Laura's just kind of like pacing around the room. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we leave from Atlas. Mm-hmm. We go back to Parsons with Heidi. And of course, Heidi is just like, how do you feel about being in the top five? And um, she's like, she gives a pause because they go, oh, my God, I can't believe we're here. And she's just like, yes, let's wait. Make them think that they've achieved something mm-hmm, significant mm-hmm. before I stomp all over their hopes and dreams. <laughs> and so she goes, this is the last challenge. And it looks like they don't know this because all of them look surprised. And I'm like, mm. what? Didn't they tell them that this is the last challenge? So basically, she, Heidi reveals to them, I guess, for the first time that this will determine who goes to Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. And that uh, they're for their final uh, challenge clue, they get to go out of the city a little bit on a ferry to Governor's Island to go meet Tim. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and then she cuts them loose outside on a very foggy day. But mm-hmm. um, so we cut to a foggy view of not Governor's Island and not the ferry that takes you to Governor's Island, but of the Staten Island ferry and what looks mm-hmm. like. It could be Jersey. Who knows? But we cut to the designers on the actual ferry, which is like a two and a half minute trip. But they make this look like it takes at least an hour. Like and they're so, on a cruise. Exactly. Yeah. The designers are on the front of the boat talking about how great it is to be on the ferry. And Josh was like, oh, my God, being being on the Governor's Island ferry for 30 seconds with the wind in my shellacked hair made mm-hmm. me realize wow i've made it and and it's just like we're already here joshua he's like oh yes Mm. it's yeah we're already here um so they walk up the ferry and they meet at i I would say like the most probably the most recognizable mark de piece on the island Mm -hmm. and so and it's a you know huge sculpture and um whatever it's fine i kind of spoiled it for myself but tim is with leslie koch who is the president of the trust for Governor's Island and John Stern, who I'm not sure is still, but then was the president of the Storm King Art Center. Mm-hmm. So the art on the island is the inspiration for the challenge, especially the art by Mark DeSuvero, which are right. these um, very large scale uh, sculptures. I believe they're steel, like steel sculptures or. Yes. Yeah. They're for, I mean, for a certain period of time, I would say that Mark DeSouvre was probably the most successful hmm. urban sculptor in America. Okay. Like, like you, him and Kenneth Snelson and maybe like one or two other guys, but yeah. you would just see their work everywhere. Interesting. So. Yeah. And also like, I just, it didn't really occur to me that, they delivered all of these pieces from Storm King to Governor's Island. Mm-hmm. And um, they're massive. And so, but yeah, yeah, this is kind of a, I don't know. I don't know why I thought, I'm like, these have always been here. Of course they haven't. Um, but yeah, yeah. So um, Mark Suvaro's pieces are all over the island. And Tim is telling them that they'll have to create three looks. All three looks have to present a range. So some variety not just mm-hmm. gowns, not just pants. And um, I would love for Tim to look at Joshua and just go, and not just circle skirts, Joshua. 
And so mm. they have an hour to explore the island. They all get a golf cart and cameras. And so then, then after they're done, they'll meet Tim back at the ferry and they'll go to Mood for a two-day right. challenge. Yeah, yeah. Which I got to say must be like bliss for them at this point. Oh, my point. gosh. Like they get an hour to <laughs> like, yes, the camera crew is there. Yeah. But they get an hour to be away from each other. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They must be thrilled. I mean, they got to ride a ferry, <laughs> even if it's just for like 30 seconds. Still, you get to go on a boat. And even, you know, in terms of like, you know, public transportation in New York City, I find the ferry to be such a treat. It's, it's luxurious. It's so different. It's great. And um, yeah, and then they get a golf cart. They get to drive, so mm -hmm. they're driving around, and um, and we start off with Kimberly, who has found a Desuvero piece called New Beginning. Mm -hmm. It's very silver, series of intertwined semicircles, and Kim Kimberly feels very uh, connected to the title of New Beginning, and so mm -hmm. she uses that as her inspiration because it's kind of what she's going through at the moment mm -hmm. and then on to joshua joshua is driving along yeah and comes across a couple of things that are totally different <laughs> from each other <laughs> you know there's nothing similar at all so yeah and and i mean no jokes about joshua being a gay man who's like stops his golf cart and gasps at the sight of a cannon <laughs> <laughs> all right but do you have some jokes for that like are you holding back something <laughs> i'm i you know i'm too classy the cannon also happens to be next door to a church mm -hmm. that has like a bunch of stained glass windows in it yeah so joshua decides like stained glass there's there's something there's some inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Um, I you know I I was I was just really straining for some specificity here because he's just like you know what I like this idea of fragility meets strength and power and right. I'm just like okay it, it's the stained glass not the chapel which right. probably has survived a whole war <laughs> yeah. or a bunch of weather anomalies this is of course like the year before sandy or whatever but yeah. um uh, but yeah so so he's kind of grasping on to the trope of or the design trope of hard versus soft hard versus and soft. just using a chapel versus an artillery mm -hmm. for that yeah so yeah then also hulu subtitles very kindly um <laughs> corrected that to artillery how dare they? As it is, as the rest of us Come on. <laughs> say it and spell it. Military and artillery. I would have mm. loved to have seen that. Anyway. Anyway. So Laura's next, so. and she's kind of speeding along. And I just wrote my notes. LOL, she's inspired by circles. Probably yeah. the most dull thing of dull in on that island. She's like, there are like circles everywhere. Okay, I'm going to use circles. When you think about it. Yeah, it's like they, they have a shot of a life preserver. They have a shot of a fence. They have a shot of a person on a bike. You know, the, the international symbol for someone riding a bike yeah. on the bike path. And she can't get it out of her head. She just can't. And, and, and one week later, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you saying because things come full circle or life comes full circle or Because it's like the ring. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> like, like she can't stop thinking about she it. She got a really think- concentrated it was so concentrated that she didn't even have to look at that videotape. She encountered so many circles that it's just like, this counts too. So there, you can look at the tape or you can go to Governor's Island and mm-hmm. notice all the circles and that's how you die. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Her taking a photograph of those uh, those bike signs on the street. I'm just like, uh, is, it, is there anything more boring to photograph? When you're supposed I to mean, be inspired by the I... art on, on the island. Yeah. Sure. That can be art. That can be seen as public art in a way. You know, you can kind of finesse that but not really yeah so um, victor is doing the classic thing of like i know what the assignment is and i know what i'm interested in doing so let's figure out how to make those two things yeah happen. i think victor's doing another version of what joshua did but mm-hmm. less i would say like less elegant joshua at least is like oh here are two separate things two vastly different things and they're not that that different but mm-hmm. Victor is like, yeah, I want to do something metropolitan. You know, forget this island we're on. Right. I'm. I still can. I like is... the city in the background. I'm inspired <laughs> yes. by the city in the background. It's like it's great being on this island, so I can see the city better. Mm-hmm. So he starts sketching like some leather jacket and some cigarette pants. Uh, next, we have Anya, who's sitting in the red Adirondack chairs, kind of smoldering, looking from side to side, just like, look at me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So she's inspired just by being in a place that just by being in a place and also her love of sculpture. Mm-hmm. So she starts speaking about how sculpture can create a negative and positive spaces. Um, she also, you know, later on talks about she says something true about sculpture. Very which true. Is that... What I thought about you when she said this. So <laughs> what was very true when she said this? Uh, Naylan, what, what well, did she say? Well, that it that um, I certainly was trained to believe that the point of sculpture is that it presents different views to you from wherever you stand in relationship to it. Yes. So that you can walk around it and find out new things about it by seeing how it changes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is something that a painting cannot do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, she's doing that because she also is trying to be very different from everything else. She's not going to mm-hmm. do prints. Mm-hmm. She's not going to do anything that she's already done and she wants to build on the last challenge to prove that what she did last week was not a fluke. So she's trying to just right. go with that momentum. And also it just happens to actually love sculpture. So, mm-hmm. um, and then we have all the designers kind of coming back to Tim. We have Laura who's driving up in her golf car, just going like, because it's very bouncy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they had to mood. Anything else to say about Governor's Island or anything nope, else? Nothing really. All right. They head off to Mood. They've got what is it? They've got two days. Two days and five hundred dollars. Five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Three looks. Three looks. So they're off wandering around. I didn't have anything. Um, although Kimberly saying cantaloupe colored wool. That's like the only thing I had. Yeah, it's I was, a little distressing. I was very worried, and then when she found something even more orangey, I was like, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and uh, yep, we see, um, you know, Laura's entranced by the um, cutout wall, by the cutout section, the yeah. laser cut 
fabrics. Mm-hmm. Like, lo and behold, she finds circles. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly fabric enough. that has circles cut out of it. And anyway, she buys that. But she also is on a bit of a shopping spree that really gums up the counter or the register. Because they have $500, but her her fabric is close to 700 because you right. see her going throughout mood going, give me three yards. I mean, five yards. Give me five yards. I mean, 10 yards. And she's like, I'll just like mm-hmm. figure it out at the counter. And you, you know, so they, you know, they figure it out. She gets it back down to just below $500. Mm-hmm. And then um, they head back to the workroom. Yeah. That's, that's a, I guess that's a wrap on mood. This, yeah. oh, well, maybe there's, maybe there's, oh, yeah, no, no, no. The yeah. They'll come back for the finale. Yeah. 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 Um, but 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 it's been quite a while since we saw a swatch yeah i'll and, just say and i yeah you know what now that you mentioned swatch because i keep forgetting to mention it on the podcast because it's just very sad because you know you know swatch is no longer with us and i did not know that oh no oh sorry Nalan. yeah oh no yeah oh my gosh swatch passed away oh like a month ago Oh, was that on like, it must have been on like the Zoom Instagram and stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was on the places where you're not. And oh, yeah. So, so I'm so sorry, Nalan, to tell you that on podcast. Oh, yeah. I was just kind of like uh, dreading seeing, you know, Little Swatch on any of the other episodes. I'm just like, oh, it's just really sad. But yeah. I mean, not surprising. Swatch was pretty old the last time i saw him so yeah but still so we might see another swatch cameo the next time you go to mood hopefully yeah so so yeah rest in peace swatch yeah little one so um yeah all right well all right well say goodbye to mood and yeah so they say bye to mood they go back to they go back to the Nick Parsons mm-hmm. and um they they get started hauling stuff out mm-hmm. and Tim shows up and has them gather round and has the button bag. Yeah. And what ba- happens? Well the bag says hello bitches. Happy to see me. I'm here mm-hmm. to ruin your lives, like always. Mm-hmm. And um, Tim basically is telling them, all right, you guys are going to need some help. So we think you would benefit from some extra hands and in walk the last five eliminated designers. So we have Bert, Anthony, Oliver, Becky, and Bryce. And mm-hmm. so Tim starts pulling names and Kimberly's name is called first. And she immediately is like, Becky. And Becky mm-hmm. is just the happiest ever because she hates everyone else. <laughs> yeah. She's like, forget everybody else. Um, Victor chooses Oliver, who is still who, coming into himself. <laughs> who, once again, is like, I hated everyone, but I guess I hate Victor the least. <laughs> he's sort of the most slender one i guess and he doesn't have breasts so you know <laughs> right no boobs <laughs> right uh laura chooses anthony ryan because she's like oh mm-hmm. my god i can't believe my best friend is hasn't been chosen yet mm-hmm. and then anya and joshua are last 
And then mm-hmm. we get the horror string quartet. And then right. Anya tries to make a joke with Joshua. She does like a little hip check. And Joshua uh-huh. is just like, listen, even though my brother is in the military and I am a track superstar <laughs> and designing is a contact sport, but like, like Anya, you and your tight little hips are being aggressive. Mm-hmm. So because um, Anya doesn't hasn't caught on to the fact that Joshua hates her now because yeah. she won. Um, but she chooses Bert who is really happy and also probably happy to not be with Joshua. But unfortunately that means Bryce gets to winds up with Joshua and Bryce is, you know, trying to hold it together and being as diplomatic as possible. Mm -hmm. He's just like, look, I love Josh, but he's intense and I know he likes to control. I'm like, get ready. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, um, the designers meet with their new helpers and we have oh, poor Victor trying to explain to Oliver what it's, what's happening. And Oliver's just, just like, okay, yeah. just like, just, just, just tell me, just tell me what you need to do. And Victor's like, that's what I'm doing. I'm telling you. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I mean, Oliver's, what did you think about that? About, about Victor picking Oliver? I mean, I wonder if it's because Victor is so, self-contained as a, like he's just a very skillful person mm-hmm. i wonder if he was kind of relying on maybe oliver's sophistication or oliver is able to finish things even though oliver has no sense of time whatsoever right and also just really misunderstands everything yeah so i wonder if victor just kind of felt well um i'm not going to choose bryce because maybe Bryce is questionable, but I also think Victor thinks he's better than everyone else in that room. So I don't know. Yeah. What do you What do you think about that? I mean, it 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 is a weird choice. I'm I'm surprised that he didn't go with Anthony Ryan. You know what? Because huh? Like it, you know, Anthony Ryan has. I mean, he does have some like sewing issues, but he has been able to like get things done. Yeah. Maybe the feeling with um, you know was okay um you know i can i can con- do the most damage control with oliver i'll stick him with something that's not important and if you mm-hmm. can't get it done i know i'll be able to come in and finish it myself oh that's interesting you know or something i don't know I also was otherwise wondering... like otherwise you might like with bert there might be an argument yeah you know i don't oh, think yeah. anybody has a whole lot of respect for bryce yeah. as a designer not at all I kind of was wondering so, when you said that, I was like, well, did something happen between them? That, that was there like some tiff? I mean, or something? something happened between Bird and everybody. So, oh, no, I mean with there's... Anthony Ryan and. Oh, and oh, oh, and Victor. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, it's just, it's uh, in retrospect, it's kind of an odd choice. It is. It really is. But they all get settled mm-hmm. and get to work. And uh, let's see here. We have. <laughs> Um, we have this moment between Josh and Bryce. So Josh was telling Bryce, so I'm doing stained glass. And so I bought paints and I'm going to paint it. And Bryce is like, oh, great. Yeah, paint. And mm. um, so he's just kind of going on and telling him all these other things. And Bryce is telling us, you know, I don't, you know, Josh's designs tend to be over-designed, so I'm really trying to tell him that he needs to just edit. And I'm just like, why? Why do you care? Why do you care if he wins or not? Just do what you're told. 
You're mm-hmm. not here to help him win. Um, because, and so what, what he kind of does is throughout this whole thing is, I would say flatters Joshua into editing himself where he's like, Joshua, you're amazing. You don't need all of this crazy fabric. You don't have to mm-hmm. put things onto this. But anyway, but Josh, um, unfortunately has found just like Laura found a fabric motif that is exactly like his idea. So it, there's like this black and white, it's not burnt out. It's not like laser cut like Laura's, but it's mm. black and white um, stained glass. And he's so excited about it. He's like, I'm going to paint this. Um, and then we also have yeah. Anya, who uh, is sort of looking at all of them going, you know, Bert and Laura. I'm sorry, not Bert, but Joshua and Laura are being very literal. And she's talking to Bert. She's like, we're not going anywhere near that. Just we're not mm-hmm. going over there at all. So then we have another moment. I'm, my notes are all kind of all over the place because there's this yeah. like back and forth going on here. Because Bryce, there's a, there's a lot of back cutting, back and forth cutting. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Bryce looks at Laura's circle cut fabric and is like, "Oh, so are you and Laura? Like, is Josh and Laura like are you guys using the same fabric?" And then Josh goes, "Who cares what Laura's doing? She's got nothing on me." And it's really it's. So it's so snarky, so catty. And it wasn't until that moment I was like, whoa. So Joshua hates everyone right now, especially Laura, his old best friend, and Anya, his, you and, know, his and newer best friend. Importantly, himself. <laughs> like, Let's like, go deep. Let's go in there. <laughs> this is, there's so much self loathing in joshua's presentation totally totally. you know that is like and and i i think it gets better at his second appearance Mm -hmm. like i think he sort of realizes that he should be in on the joke a little bit but yeah yeah it's it's like exhausting his the extent to which he is acting like he is god's gift yeah because he needs to because he really isn't or at least yeah. that's how he feels. I totally yes. agree with you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get a great, like, great little bit of Bryce, <laughs> uh, like going, like, "Wow, when I left this show, all the designers loved each other, <laughs> and now it's like they don't even talk." <laughs> and I'm wondering if Bryce may have been feeling like. I'm so glad I'm not here anymore. <laughs> I, oh, I think it's really clear that he's like, I'm really glad I'm not here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have some of Burton Anya and Bert is team Anya all the way. Yeah. Just think she's like the bestest, the brightest and the most amazingest mm-hmm. designer in the room. And they're working well, together pretty nicely. And also, this is what this was Bert's job for decades. Oh, that's right? a good point. Yeah, Bert, this is this is like what Bert did. Yeah, Bert yeah. worked for these designers and worked for these labels. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, executing designs and figuring out pattern cutting, and mm-hmm. um, you know, there's so his excitement about um you know uh, everything that he says to anya is um like about 
okay, this is great, but you have to tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and Anya's like, I'm making all of this up. I'm pulling everything out of my ass. So yeah. if you know how to do something like this, great. Tell me because I don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. But Anya does and sort of demonstrates throughout this have a real eye. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's you know? like a shot of the two of them standing back and yeah. she's laser focused in on something. She's like, I don't know about this. It's too transparent. There's there's too much. It needs another layer. It's a little odd. And Bert's mm. like, yeah, I agree. And I don't think I think Bert was being very honest. And mm -hmm. it's kind of clear that she has, you know, it, you know, we kind of saw it in the bird challenge last week where she knows what she wants and she just doesn't always know how to sew it. And so she's right. So it's mostly like figuring it out. And even even Bert's like, yeah. And she she does these complicated things like, you know, uh, describe it as like, you know, design origami. Mm -hmm. And he's just doing his best to try to figure it out. But you can kind of see her directing him. And she just looks like like a design director. Mm -hmm. to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, yeah. we have you know, Joshua openly whining about Anya winning $20,000. Yeah. And um, spending a lot of time obsessed with Anya and yeah. um, more than anything else, probably with everyone, but in terms of the edit, we're getting mostly yeah. that. So, and, but, you know, God bless Bryce who goes like, well, that's why it's all the more important for you to get the hundred thousand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, and quite gently saying like, hey, I was cut from the show. I didn't get either one of these. Like I got my day rate and that's it. Yep. Yep. It's like boohoo for you. Like who are you talking yeah. to right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, that's pretty much all I have for day one. Do you have any thing else for day um, one? There's well, Anya finally like catches that um that josh is like yeah you know being really really shady mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um you know and goes to talk to laura about it laura i think is also a little bit past patience yeah but they're but you know it's it's clear that their things are super tense in the in the workroom so we get a lot of cross-cutting that may or may not be actually related mm -hmm. because who knows what the actual sight lines really are right right but, but it's made to look like that people are like looking at each other and overhearing each other and we yeah. don't know yeah so yeah so that's it day one yeah um day two we don't i don't think we go back to atlas we just go back to them opening up the doors again to come back into the workroom yeah and the first thing I have here is that Kim is changing everything. So yeah. Kimberly comes in and she goes to Becky and she's like, all right, so I'm changing the cocktail dress. Scrap it. It's going to be separates. And I'm going to put sleeves on this and I'm going to do that. We're not doing pants anymore. And I, I felt like, you know, maybe she slept on some things. And I feel like this was probably optimistic on my point, on my part, mm -hmm. thinking, okay, she went home. She went to, she went to bed, had some dreams and decided to make some changes. Um, and then we have Victor who is well a ways along, has made a jacket yeah. done, 
Mm-hmm. Oliver made some pants, and that feels, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a lot more on top of things. And and then we, this is where we have Anya trying to explain this origami like thing to Bert, who is just like, "All right, this is not uh, okay." I'm so you have a seam here. Well, like, that's what you drew, and she's like, "Well, I like, can't draw." Uh, like she. She's just basically like, I don't know how to draw this accurately. I'm just putting this, you know. Yeah. She, and he's like, can you just be a little bit more accurate? So I understand. And she goes, yeah, no. He goes, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laura is regretting her fabric choices. Uh, she spent almost $700. And now she's like, I'm going to dye my charmeuse. So that's a problem. Joshua is working with plastic. And he's like, ugh. Ugh, this plastic is so hard and soft at the same time. I don't get it. And then Kimberly's yeah. like, good, use that plastic all day long. Please increase my chances. Kimberly is, yes, hilarious <laughs> in this moment. Kimberly like turns to the camera and says, the shittier his stuff looks, the better. It's like, better. it's like, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you behind. No, you're delicious. Look at you. You're so shiny and like well kept. Um, yeah. So anyway, so then Tim comes in. There's no button bag. It's straightforward, we think. Yes. So, and he's and but he does remark on like, wow, this is super quiet. Yeah, Tim. Like, like pin drop, like. Because he was like, there's twice as many people in here. I thought it would be joyful. I thought there'd yeah. be more talking. And like, nope, 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 nope. nope. So um, Tim goes to Laura first and mm-hmm. she shows the inspiration, which are just all the circles on Governor's Island <laughs> and talks about how her initial idea was for a circle covered gown. And um, Tim is like, so this stencil is such a novelty item. Why mm-hmm. use it in all three looks? I just thought Tim's use of the word novelty was so disrespectful. <laughs> Yeah. It should have been a giant clue to Laura. Like, I mean, it is literally that thing. Like, um, you know, the first time you see that fabric that has sequins on it, and you rub them in one direction, and it's one color, <laughs> and you rub them in the other direction, it's Your another favorite. color. It's like this is incredible, and it is incredible, yeah. and it feels wonderful, and it is like a super great thing, but. It's like, unless somebody is seeing that for the first time, you can't send it down the runway. Yeah. No. Uh, It's like, because by the time you send it down the runway, like, you know, the 700 other people who go to mood and are like, I know exactly what bolt you got that off of because I looked at it. Yep are just gonna clock you. Yeah, yeah. And she bought a lot of it. And that's her whole design motif is based yeah. off of that. And yeah. she, she, of course she starts to panic because Tim is suggesting don't use it in all three looks. And she's like, um, but these are circles. I'm, yeah. it's all about circles. So how do I make this about circles if I don't have circles? Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, ironically, she's somebody who could have like, you know, put like made a circle skirt yes. with a with a black hem yeah it's that same width and then like that could have been like the only thing on that look yeah 
Yes. Right? It would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, that is a great. But it's like. Yes. When it's when yeah. it's about shapes. Yes. That is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the only place that this is appropriate. Would be appropriate in this challenge. I mean, this is something I say to folks who are setting up shows all the time. It's like, if one thing is doing something, then what are some other things that the other things can do? Yeah. So that they, if it's just reiterating what you've got over here, then that's a missed opportunity. What's the point of that? Yeah. No. So, but we'll find out later on that, um, that it was not Laura's fault. <laughs> wait. I'll just, I'll just I'll, leave that I'll there. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll just leave that there. So who else do we talk to? Um, well, we talked to Kim next. Mm-hmm. And Kim shows Tim the new beginning sculpture and then points to an asymmetrical coat that she's making. And Tim steps back and says, are you responding positively to the texture of that orange wool with that pant texture? There's a lot going on. <laughs> I was like, what a great way of saying, I don't like yeah. this. Yeah. Tell me how you feel. Are you responding positively? I was like, ooh. <laughs> great but then he points to the cocktail dress and goes why is the statue of liberty here and that's the thing that makes kimberly mad and she goes excuse me this is not the statue of liberty tim um, and i have to agree with her because it's clearly the chrysler building the other the other piece of inspiration from new york that every designer uses i mean there's so much shine on there you can't say it's the statue of liberty you just can't She's not shiny at all. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I don't also, I, it's also kind of funny that Tim would ascribe, because it's all silver too. It's mostly silver yeah. because she's inspired by that silver sculpture piece. And so mm-hmm. I think ascribing silver to the Statue of Liberty is uh, just kind of, I see where people go, but it the Statue of Liberty, of course, is actually not yeah. silver. It's, you know, it's oxidized uh, green. It's oxidized <laughs> um but then we have um tim kind of well no yeah we have victor victor who's talking Mm -hmm. shit about the texture of of what what kim is using but um she fights back and tim kind of lets her have it so Mm -hmm. she's like listen this is how the silhouette's gonna go it's not gonna be like a robe or draped like the statue of liberty it'll be fine um Next, we have Victor, who <laughs> offers that he was inspired by the lines of the sculpture, mm-hmm. of the sculptures, but also by the city, the way the city looks behind the sculpture mm-hmm. <laughs> and wants to do something that goes from flowy to structured. And so I think that's how he's working that. And there's not much for Tim to say. Tim dislikes all of it. He's yeah. Profoundly it's like, sophisticated. Yeah. It's it's very sort of classic Victor stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we have Joshua, who is talking about the soft versus hard thing, and that he's going for an an armor aspect. Mm-hmm. And Tim actually likes. So what Joshua has is there's a mesh skirt with a. I think it's. I think Joshua said it was like a treated linen lining underneath. There's some sparkly stuff going on with that linen. Mm-hmm. And then this black vest that's sort mm-hmm. of sort of like the armor aspect. And Tim, I think, uses another euphemism 
for, I don't know about this. And the word is intrigued. I'm intrigued. <laughs> so uh and also you're taking risks which i feel are all euphemisms for ugly so um next we <laughs> next we have anya and again inspired by sculpture and she's making one black outfit one ivory and one with a variation of rust which i really enjoyed mm-hmm. uh like her use of those colors and so she's doing like a wrap pant and then two dresses. So two one piece mm-hmm. outfits. Yeah. And Tim is like reminding her, he's like, yeah, we want a range of things. And uh, Joshua is talking mad shit by making up his own rules again. He's just like, this is a jacket competition. A range ought to include a jacket. I'm just like, but who said right. that? Who says who? Right. That's a new yeah, role. no, it's that it's anything to say that um that she's uh screwing up. Yeah, yeah. So Tim leaves and encourages them to knock the judges' socks off, and because it's the last challenge, the models come in, and there's a shot of Laura throwing her ready-made circle fabric over her model's head and it just looks like she chose the largest circle to act like mm-hmm. a collar and she's like this will fit your head and she's like I'm just going to do that I'm like you, you, you didn't do anything to it you're just using the yardage <laughs> and saying like no it's your it's the collar it's just weird um, we have Victor who's fitting a model and Oliver says something I just wrote in my notes Oliver still hates breasts <laughs> I think I think that was a yes. compliment out of Oliver's mouth that the model was like flat. Yeah, Oliver's like I think the boobs doesn't fit. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what he said. The boobs. Ugh, if we could just get rid of them. Yeah. Um we have Kimberly who is making pants and also telling one of her models that there there's just one thing not to try that that she doesn't have yet, which is a cocktail dress and so one of the models can't mm-hmm. be fitted because she's changed her mind again. Right. And so this is where I had the thought, oh, I don't think she's sleeping on things and making these like thoughtful choices. I feel like Becky being there has thrown her into a tailspin of just neuroses around like, I'm just gonna make everything that comes to my mind because it's not just me. It's Becky who can sew like the wind. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the pants are completely the wrong fit. Oh, yeah, completely. Like, Kimberly has basically made chaps. <laughs> assless, <laughs> assless pants are, yes, assless chaps. I see. And it's, it's just really. There are no, 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 no. There are all. Oh, all chaps are assless. Okay. Yes. But why did, yes. then why do people say that? Because they are wrong. <laughs> they are wrong. Chaps are basically a, a like it's like an an apron if you think of it okay for your legs. The idea yeah. is that you wore them over the pants you were already wearing to um, protect your inner thighs and your and and your outer thighs when you're riding a motorcycle or riding a horse. Yeah, you're right. Now, because you know, okay, I see how those people are wrong. Because they're thinking of the entire outfit, like the pants plus the chaps as a chaps. Right. Right. And then thinking that if you don't have the pants, then you then 
you have assless chaps. Yes. But it's like, yes, no. No. <laughs> no, all chaps are assless. Thank you for clarifying this for me. Jean-Paul Gaultier did a did did a piece in a collection in the 90s that was um uh like pinstripe suiting fabric chaps Ooh. that you were supposed to wear over jeans that I would have owned if I had understood what they were. Oh. I went on this trip to Italy and and found and and like found the Gautier second store. Ooh. And what? and bought a jacket, bought an incredible tailored jacket. Uh-huh. Um but also like I was like I'm going to buy some pants. And I kept trying to try on these pants and I was like these pants don't have an and a crotch in them like I don't understand <laughs> like what uh, how am I wearing these wrong? And it was only later on that I thought and I was like Oh my God, they were chaps. They're supposed to be like, it's like a joke about like a business suit. Yeah. Yeah. Over jeans. And I'm like, oh man. You know, they fit me. I could have owned them, but you missed out. I missed out the ones that got away. So, so I think about chaps. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what Kimberly has made here is chaps. Basically, the model's butt is. On view for yeah, every, everybody else in there and and uh, yeah, it's so funny. It's um, a little mortifying because it's a big mistake. It is. It's. It looks like a whole panel of fabric is missing that she just yeah. didn't think about in the back. Yeah. So and she's talking know... about having a gusset. A what? Wait. Back there, a gusset. She's What's like, a... oh. So it's like a, a another pleated panel that they would sew into that gap. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it, I think it's clear from this mistake that this Becky didn't do this. Kimberly made this. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um. So and this that also like gave me a clue that Kimberly is just not. She's all over the place still. Yeah. And then we have. Uh, you know, Anya and We have Bert. Anya and Bert working mm-hmm. with the model. Um, Anya has this very specific idea for how this collar is supposed to lie. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, it's it's very hard to communicate it to Bert because it's this very weirdly cut drape that mm-hmm. isn't straight. It's not on the bias. It's like this whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Bert's trying to wrap his head around it. Yeah. I think one of the of of fit issue is that yeah of the way she cut it and, and so it's kind of thinking about like how they actually made that dress work yeah and it feels really remarkable in a way mm-hmm. so um and then we have again bryce trying to keep joshua on track because mm-hmm. he's just looking around like oh my god did you hear what tim said to anya did yeah you, did you hear anything yeah uh, hear what she said he was i'm like, like- I'm like, where are the separates? Yeah. Where are the tennis socks? Where's <laughs> like if if we have to show a range, you should have to design headbands. Yeah. Where are the headbands? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, just like I mean, yeah, you you define yourself. Define Where's yourself. the menswear? Um <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh but we sure do have a circle skirt, so I feel like mm. you know, that's a minus one. So um, speaking of circles, yeah, Laura is having trouble with her circles and she's crying because she's been sewing since she was eight years old. Like, oh, my God. Mm. Like, I was eight 
<laughs> I've been sewing since then. Um, I just I wrote something me in my notes that I won't read um, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then we have. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, this is a far cry from the um, gold digger wife. <laughs> like, remember the remember like right? housewives, Laura. Yeah, Barbie. Gold digger loving Laura, women mm. who lunch, housewives who lunch and are married to very wealthy, rich men. Yeah. Um, no, that's not the narrative anymore. It's just like, I just, oh my God. Every time I think about the number eight, <laughs> you think about why I'm a designer. <laughs> so mm. yeah, it's just, we're going back to that. Um, Anything else? Well, um, we do have the... some cattiness. We do. I there's yeah because in in Laura's whole thing, it's like, um, uh, she says, I you know I've been sewing since I was eight, so I know I was just destined to be here. Oh yes, and this is exactly where I belong. So that's why I was like, it's not her fault that there are all those circles there. It's (laughs) destiny, preordained. Destiny called preordained, and. And it's like nobody's destined to be anything. Yeah. No. Nobody is destined to be anything. I do not believe in destiny. No. No. I believe it I believe it is like a an interesting way of not examining your motives and your own desires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, and it's an extra way of bolstering the things that you want to do, gives mm-hmm. it a little bit of gives it a little bit of like extra validity and purpose that is kind of out of your control. That just means Mm -hmm. the stars have aligned. And so therefore I was born to do this. I'm like, no, 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 you, you weren't. You hopefully like doing this, hopefully enjoy doing this. And there are other things that have gotten you to where you are. Like you're very rich. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you, you, you know, you were raised within certain conditions. Yes that allowed you to think that you could do it. Right. And then you decided that you wanted to do it. Yes. And you were able to surmount the things that lay in your path to do it. Yes. None of those is destiny. Right. Not at all. I mean, you just got lucky that Bert made something slightly uglier last week. That's why you're here. Mm, Just, just saying, um, and then, you know, we also have like Victor and Joshua who are all on like a hater parade against Anya because right. all of a sudden Victor's like, can Anya even sew a sleeve? And right. I would have to say that I'm just like, this isn't Project Sleeve. Like, it's not Project Jacket either. So it's it's okay. But this has been th- this has been Anya's storyline the entire season. And, right. and so that's the thing is that it's like she's gorgeous she has taste she's only sewn for four months Mm -hmm. what like like you know what is the 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 underlying storyline here is what is this show really about is it about um is is you know is it about being an incredible tailor is it about Mm -hmm. being an incredible seamstress or is it about being a great designer and does it does a designer need to sew their own stuff and yeah etc etc that's that's been her thing yeah right there is um you know 
I mean, can we say, given where Anya is from, that there's a certain level of racism and hmm. misogyny and in, in relationship to hmm. you know her situation well i will say that there probably is a bit of that you know kind of going back to the very beginning where they're like oh you know like we think you're great like there's a bit of that you are very different in ways mm -hmm. that we don't expect someone who is of asian descent to 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 speak the way you do um also to be from where you are also like someone who competed on the Miss Universe level. And mm -hmm. so there's a little bit of like a little bit of novelty to use that word again, novelty to her. Um, and I, I, but I kind of think that it really is how, how long she's been doing this. And perhaps a lot of these other things that drew them to her that are repelling them. They're just like, you just kind of move through this. It's almost like you're moving through this world so easily and you haven't worked as hard as we've worked because mm -hmm. you're pretty so of course you're a beauty queen not ascribing any other skills to the things that she right. actually does um and so i don't i don't know if it's i don't know if it's racism particularly but i think that those things work until she's a threat to their actual mm -hmm. desires and because all these questions are coming up of like what is a show about like is this a design like what is design or even what Project right. Runway is about? It's because she's really yeah. bringing into question things that I don't think have ever really been questioned before on the show because she's gotten this far, but on like very little skills, of course, but clearly, mm -hmm. and you know, I think Bert is the first person to really articulate that like she's very skilled. She's very, mm -hmm. very skilled in ways that, um, counts more than other things that we valued on the show mm -hmm. you're a pet until you're a threat yeah yeah very very succinct Nalen. um how dare you <laughs> is, how dare you is, take my is... 10 minute rant and put into you know because i was like <laughs> no i mean i thought of it i thought of it during your during your rant it was like but I, but I think that it's true. Yeah, yeah. Or um, for that a lot of people experience it. Like, I was I was actually embodying Josh and Victor by, you know, turning something that you did <laughs> into my threat. I'm like, I'm fine with Nalen until Nalen like makes me feel insecure about how how long I like drone on and on and on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're pet into your threat, and that's yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let me stop talking and we'll let's move on. We'll go back. Meanwhile, Kimberly <laughs> has decided that like for this three piece challenge, she's now gonna make five different pieces. Oh, Kimberly. It is oh. it's demented. I, I just I just I, I was just so you know, because I I and I kind of feel like this is I relate to Kimberly this way. And it's something I've heard you say. Your, your ritual like on the day of an exhibition or maybe the day of like the last day of install or something to keep yourself from doing extra stuff. Like mm -hmm. sometimes I'll just, and I'm doing that right now, actually, like I'm making a ton of work that probably is unnecessary, but I need to feel okay about this thing that I'm applying for. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I, need, I need to like experiment with these pieces and then I'll feel uh, accomplished, but it's, un it's probably unnecessary 
but my nervous energy is just making me do stuff. And that's why I feel where Kimberly is because she's scrapping mm-hmm. her assless pants for a quote unquote quick skirt. Yeah. And she tells us to Becky and Becky is exploding on the inside. Mm-hmm. On the outside, she goes, oh, okay. You've changed your mind again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Becky. <laughs> so, um, She's got a whole list of finishing. She's got like, you know, mm. got to put in belt loops, buttonholes and coat hems and sleeves probably. And then um, we also cut to Anya and she's sewing in the, the machine snags or something. And so it's just kind of like it's hectic. Bert is happily re-sewing all of Anya's mistakes. Like Bert's the happiest we've ever seen him. And he's just like, you know, just listen to the boss lady. And then when she messes something up, I mm-hmm. come behind and fix all of her things. I love the boss lady. <laughs> so, so then Tim comes in and uh, declares it's their last runway day and they have two hours for everything. The models come in and then, uh, oh no, do I have anything else? Oh, yeah. So, like, Victor's cutting boning. Mm-hmm. Did you write anything for hair and makeup? No, not really. Okay. It was, it's, it, it was, um, you know, but it's sort of low key. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look like nothing, it's, nothing too nuts. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too involved. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh my gosh, I did write down, you know, there's a, there's a shot of Becky counting the buttons on the coat that she's working on. And there are a million buttons because she has to make those loops <laughs> for the buttons. And um, and they're also kind of like, you know, the producers are asking them and they're talking heads like, oh, who do you think needs to go to who or who do you think deserves to go to Fashion Week? And Joshua and Victor are just like, yeah, us and one of them, those girls over there. But definitely us. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's runway time. Yep. So. Uh, and I mean, there's they're they're running off to do that. There, mm-hmm. it's down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Um, Anya puts um, the dress on um, backwards mm-hmm. and and inside, inside out, out and back to front and upside down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> and the model has to take it off um, while they're lining up to do the runway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Anya has to put it back on her. And, so. and Tim is like, oh, if you were to sell this in retail, it would need to come with a set of instructions. And mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that dress is worth a set of instructions. So, um, yeah. All right. So we finally head out to the runway mm-hmm. and we have our normal judges for our final challenge runway. Um, Heidi Klum, Michael Kors, Nina Garcia, and then a very special judge that needs a scrim for an intro. And mm-hmm. uh, who is it, Naylin? Who's our special judge? It is Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah. Is this Avatar time? Like, what is happening? So I, I guess she, she must have been a, a big get. Um, but they introduce her, of course, as an yeah, actress, but she so. also has like a special industry resource website yeah yeah which i don't they don't explain what it is but yeah. it seems like it's about some kind of accessibility oh i don't okay. i don't know I, um yeah i didn't look I, it up because i've I never heard of on it that. and yeah and you know i i realize you know i've never seen avatar um You're so lucky 
Thank your lucky stars. I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, James Cameron's best film was Piranha 2 The Spawning, which is which which is great which is a really really great okay i need to watch that i haven't seen it i'll I'll watch i mean uh, here's just a quick little sidebar so what's the problem with all piranha movies um i feel like you you never really get to see the piranhas you just see people getting eaten by them well that's true but if you think about piranhas as a threat Uh uh-huh right if i told you there were piranhas in the hudson right now Mm -hmm. how would you deal with that threat I would not go into the Hudson. Exactly. You just don't go in the water yeah. and you're safe yeah. from the piranhas. Mm-hmm. So Piranha 2 is the movie that answers the question of how do you up the threat of piranhas with the with the further question, what if piranhas but flying? Oh, my God. Oh, that's worse. That's worse. I thought you were going to say, like, what if they could walk? Flying is more terrifying than walking. So good. It's so good. I don't know if I want to see this anymore. <laughs> I feel like that's a little too intense. I'll watch it. I'll watch it though. You'll believe. Oh, my gosh. Piranha could fly. <laughs> what? It's so, it's so good. So anyway, been downhill from there. Sorry. Sorry, Jimmy. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway. All right. Well, um, so. So we have this yep, the star of Avatar here anyway. And um and 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 yeah, she comes out and she's our special guest. Yep. And then we can, you know, we start with the runway. So listeners, this is where you can click in the show notes and find the cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. It's in runway order. And this is a special cheat sheet, I'll say, because when I went looking for the uh, for the graphics, you know, there are these wonderful photos of the designers with their designs. So Easy peasy. Thank so, yeah, you. They're all kind of like bunched together. Um, okay. So the very first designer is Joshua. Um, Should we just talk about what we think about these? Because yeah, let's talk about it. They talk to everybody on the runway. Yeah. There's not, yeah. There's not tops and bottoms. And we so. can also like put in what, what the judges say as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Remember. All right. So, Nalen, would you like to go first? We want, do you want to talk about Joshua? Or I can talk about Joshua first. Why don't, why don't you give it a go first? I don't like any of these pieces, and I'm biased, and I will admit it. I just, I was just too, I was like, I don't like it. I don't like any of these. But um, I, also, I also was just like, I think they looked better on the dress forms. And I don't mm-hmm. know if we went through the whole episode, and my impression of Joshua got even worse and then therefore i I don't even care (laughs) Mm -hmm. about these outfits but yeah i'll say that um i so it was so i wrote my notes it's frustrating what the what the designers are okay with when it comes to their own garments but what Mm -hmm. they're not okay when it comes to other people's garments Mm -hmm. so like the first look is that cream dress with the netting on top and I just mm. thought that there had there were so many issues. It's almost like it looked better if the model just stood still, and it the back is cut so low. But you know, if you move your back a little bit, then you can just see all of the wonkiness of the construction. And then the like the majorette look, I Oof. you know I I was like Oof. it looks so much better on the dress form. But then you have this like regular degular shirt underneath that he mm. made. And I feel like it's even worse. I'm like, you made that by hand and it still looks mm. regular. And then a circle skirt. I mean, yeah. 
you made two layered, two tiered, a two tiered circle skirt. And I, I just, I just didn't think. And on the runway, Joshua admits that that majorette uniform looked bad, but then he goes like, I mean, fake it till you make it. I'm like, but you did make it. And I don't get it. You can't fake yeah. it. You've made it. Yeah. So, um, I just, and I also thought the third look looked dumb. Like it was just, it looked too quick and easy and it just looked stupid to me, but I'm, I'm very negative. Cause I don't, I, I just really didn't like Joshua. <laughs> well, let's just so. say that Joshua is the only person that we see remarking on the statue of Liberty. And I don't think, <laughs> and then, and then he sends out that third look. I know. And was, was that, a, was that okay? Because when he talked about it, it didn't sound like he referenced the statue of Liberty at all. No. But it was. It was clearly. It was yeah. draped. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you know, talk about it. it that's yeah. that no, was it's off. It's yes. an off the shoulder, you know, Grecian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was anyway. So yeah. No. It's ter. It. They're terrible. And he. <sighs> I. I. I would be horrified to go on a date with with joshua because i don't is this his idea of fun uh-huh are these things supposed to be fun i mean like like are these women supposed to enjoy wearing this because it because it's it's very weird yeah and and certainly like the vest which is not a jacket by the way, can we just say that oh, making a vest oh, yes. is not even a jacket? Even after all of that, you're so right, Nalen. Even after all of that, he didn't even make a jacket. This is my project vest. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, from these looks, are we supposed to? How are we supposed to know whether or not he can sew a sleeve? You know, um, there, there's. But you know, but his it's like this. He wants to be patted on the head for not having bedazzled these three things. Yeah. But their like underlying conventionality is also just all the more apparent for it. And yeah. it's like his idea, like his idea of using plastic is not an idea. It's not. It's not it's not using it in any way other than as a clunky fabric. Yeah. I mean, it it probably, again, like going back to, you know, the word novelty, like he, he probably loves all the novelty fabrics because they're interesting in some way, but it has nothing to do with this concept of fragility versus strength or whatever. Yeah. And um, even thinking about, oh, this is a different way of showing uh, strength. So I'm going to use plastic. What? And then also I'm going to show armor by making a vest and it's it it just doesn't make any sense and and, and I don't know. And yeah, I, it doesn't make any sense. It just it's not enough. Yeah. I'm still caught really up on the a... fact that he made no sleeves. Like he draped a sleeve <laughs> on the Statue of Liberty outfit, but that makes me the most mad. <laughs> And so, well, to be fair, it was Victor who was complaining about the sleeves. Oh yeah, okay, you're you're right, you're right. Um, so that was me just being extra, extra yeah. happy. But yeah, there and the judges sort of take him to task for you know mm -hmm. they're they're kind of like, I don't see what unifies these three these three looks. Mm -hmm. 
you know, he has a bit of a back and forth with Heidi about something. Oh my God, about... that was great. Because Sel- Zoe Saldana is, is kind of like, I like the concept of the white dress a little bit, but I don't really like the gown. She looks like the Statue of Liberty. And mm-hmm. that gown is made of a fabric called Lurex. Right. And so Heidi goes, why did you choose that fabric? Did you choose a Lurex because it was just shiny? And then Joshua looks at her and goes, is that an assumption? Just no, not. just like, you know, I kind of see that you're bristling right now. So I smell blood in the water. So I'm going to go right, in. Right. I'm just I, asking I'm, I'm a sorry, question. I'm sorry. English is not my my first language. I meant to say, <laughs> did you choose it because it was gaudy? <laughs> I'm, I mean, I meant cheap looking. I mean, I, I meant, mean <laughs> yeah. tacky. Yeah. And that's kind of what they say to him. It's like, look, this stuff, I mean, maybe in the hands of a genius, it could work, but you're not a genius. And yeah. this is like, because I feel like Joshua does try to say, uh, listen, I'm smart and I'm a smart sewer. I've been sewing mm-hmm. since before I was even a fetus. I'm talented mm-hmm. beyond all measure. And that is why I chose this fabric. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I'm brilliant. And then yeah. everyone else is like, yeah, it's not this. It's not the right kind of brilliance. It's shiny and it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Like you need to stop. He was so enraged on that runway. It yeah. was, it was fascinating. He was almost like he was tearing up. He was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> so mad. Um, but yeah, yeah. But it's very interesting what happens later on on that runway. Um, All right. So I'll hold on to that. <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> if you could see Ernest's face as I said like, that. Okay. All right. All right. You better we, bring that up again, Nalan. Get there. You, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Up okay. next is Kimberly. Kimberly is next. And what, what are do you your think? thoughts? Oh, so, um, the first the do i have this right like what's the order of them so it's i think it's the coat first then this right it she, is the coat calls first. a separate look yes and then yes. the cocktail look is next yeah yeah there's there's um this sort of orange long pea coat mm-hmm. over some pants that don't really make any sense and she talks about how there's a big giant metallic scarf wrapped around the coat because mm-hmm. that's the way that she wears her scarves. Mm-hmm. Then we get a, um, you know, a kind of nice um, orange uh, wool top mm-hmm. with, um, uh, again, a weird kind of silver um, uh, skirt. And then finally, we get this all silver um, cocktail dress yeah. for the for the final thing. And you know, she talks about it having sparkle and glam. Mm-hmm. They all have these kind of tortured, asymmetric um, drapings, yeah, to them. At least the, the at least the dress and the skirt do that don't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, Mm -mm. it's like when somebody puts structure on something because they think, oh, things are structured these days. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little, I I don't quite get what any of this is supposed to be. And the judges are pretty harsh. Heidi is really goes after it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think 
because what I remember the most is how Kimberly just kind of like cuts them all off at the <laughs> all of mm-hmm. the end. But Heidi is just like, yeah, I see two different girls here. I see the hot girl over here in the pink shoes, and she's wearing the silver cocktail dress. And then in the middle, or she said three different girls. In the middle, I see an exchange. I see an exchange student from Holland. Because, you know, they mm-hmm. wear orange over there. Ugh, they love their orange. And mm-hmm. then I see a girl partying in Las Vegas. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't think, I don't, I don't get it. Um, and I think, you know, they all, you know, they kind of like the, the silvery dress. And I also kind of wondered because I think this is the fourth time we've seen Kimberly use this textile. The one that she made um, the dress with. Because she made mm-hmm. that dress that won the Nina Garcia Challenge. So Nina mm. wore the top in that right, that's in the right. gold version of that silver. And um and I also think that it, I, I you know, even looking at this this photograph, and I don't know if Nina asked asked it. No, I think this is in deliberation where Nina's like, Where are the pants? And of course we know what happened to the pants. Like <laughs> the pants right. didn't work out. Yeah. But I also think that Kimberly was strategic in wearing a pair of her, her own pants on the stage that were mm-hmm. impeccably tailored and the length is perfect. And uh, like another way of showing like what they've seen from her. Mm-hmm. But um, they, they kind of I, I, like Heidi kind of goes in and then Nina starts off with some of this positivity where she's like, I like the, the cocktail dress phenomenal, but the skirt over here, why is the skirt draped that way? And Kimberly's like, well, I draped like that because then if I didn't, you guys would have come at me with, it's just a normal skirt. And then Nina tries to go like, no, 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 that's not, that's okay. Cause I'm just like, Nina is a queen of simple and, mm-hmm. and minimal. And I, but I think Kimberly was so in her head. She's like, no, 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 no. I've gone over your voices in my head over and over and over again. And I have designed in response to that. That's all right. I've been been listening to it are your voices. So you can't knock me for the decisions mm-hmm. I've made because I've I've been playing the chess moves or whatever. And right. so she's just like, she's ready to go. She's like, this has been great. Where can I get my parking validated? Is it at the front desk? <laughs> good night and good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Heidi's like, is this a farewell? And she's like, no. I just, you know, want I just want to know where I can get my parking validated. You are not allowed to off yourself. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is my job. <laughs> yeah, uh, I felt really sorry for Kimberly there because yeah. she also seemed really nervous. So. Yeah, um, and it also really felt like Zoe really wanted to like it and just mm-hmm. couldn't, like, couldn't find a thing. Yeah, she just like. said she's like, great job. Yeah. Dot dot yeah. dot. So. Yikes. All right. Next. Next is... we have Laura. Oh my God. Why don't you why don't you take that one? Laura. Let me let me go back up to what I wrote about Laura on the runway. So the first look is the cream blazer outfit. The second look is a flowy dress. The third is a gown. The gown was my favorite. I thought it was a really interesting piece. And I even like the sleeves, talking about project sleeves. <laughs> I like the way she used that and kind of, um, you know, um, use like this thick black um, um, edging there to kind of ground it out um, in, mm. in an interesting way. And I also thought like the back of the gown was really, really beautiful. And I also thought 
<laughs> what's kind of funny is that it may be visually triggering to all those people who because you remember when the one of the iPhones came out with the five lenses or whatever and oh um I learned there's this like visual thing that people yes yes don't yeah. like who don't like like eyes or whatever and so I'm like that's the only bad thing about I, yeah. this gown is that it could be like visually triggering to people but um I I just thought this the, the flowy dress was very dainty and weirdly normal and I thought the cream blazer outfit was just I didn't like the cut and I thought the skirt was a weird length I think the word you're looking for is is wretched <laughs> <laughs> not wretched I think it's uh, so it's it it is really really one of those things of like this is the wrong idea to like like no jacket should have a pattern that large on it. Oh man, you're right. And not in the and 21st century like, at least. And the idea of having this this doubled like this like like the the cutout laid over the other fabric mm -hmm. and then it's tailored really weird it's like pinched at the shoulders yeah i don't understand about the lapels oh, it's lapel. like there's so much energy put into making those patterns match up for what i know and then the skirt is doing this weird little high low thing <laughs> it's like I don't like that skirt could be any other color and it would be more welcome. I mean, she could you have know? made pants like it, it, it might have been yeah. a little bit better. It, you know, it's it's really, really bad. Yeah, I I'm like, yeah, I I thought this was just terrible. Yeah. I mean, and even kind of looking really, at how really they're bad. styled and the the flowy dress on the right hand side is even more. I'll use the word appalling. It's appalling in how different it is from the other two outfits. Um, I mean, it looks really rumpled and it's that color because she tried to dye it, right? She decided yes. that the, they they needed to dye that fabric, which yeah. is like, uh, like yeah, why make no. that decision? Why? Yeah. So, um, and the judges, uh, let me see. The judges were Oh my gosh, poor Laura. She's like, I just saw circles everywhere. And, you know, even the island in some way is like this kind of like a circle. And then I realized I was looking at everything through circles. Mm. Those are my eyes. Like my my eyes yeah. are also circles. And then looked out and your eyes are circles. So I decided to make garments that reflect my brand new worldview. Circles. So, um, yeah, I think. Neither it's like the windmills of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, listen. I was eight and um, that's when I started thinking, <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel it all like it just kind of her, her head is just churning in these weird ways. And like in the eight, basically it's like two circles put together. And so windmills like make circles. So yeah. um, I think uh, everyone liked the gown and that's pretty much mm -hmm. it. But Michael Kors said to choke now and do this dress meaning the floy dress is a shame and so i feel like that was a death nail <laughs> yeah. of course yeah admitted you choked on this and i agree yeah um, i also think even the gown it's like there's 
I think what you would want to have under there is some sort of spandex or something. Like hmm. if you're going to do like the dress underneath, you want something that is not it you it's already going to be different than the than the fabric that's laying over it. Hmm. Yeah. So either you want to cut that really loose so it's like they're next to each other but they don't really impact each other. Yeah. Or you want to make sure that there are no wrinkles when the dress underneath walks. Yes. And you can just see the way that it's sort of bunching up and not quite aligning underneath. It's just like it's it's uh, I just think it's really regrettable. So, so I didn't notice that undergarment until you just said that. And so now I'm I'm co-signing the word wretched because even on <laughs> Yeah. On the dress that I thought was okay. I'm like, yes, that doesn't make any sense. But yeah. she she spent the most money um off the bat and chose these fabrics. And you know, I feel like that just uh, kind of disqualifies her from moving on. Yeah. Just right there. No, it was it it was really a mistake all the way through. Yeah. And it's interesting because you kind of can see, well, you know, and you know, I didn't say it at the top, but I feel like um it goes without being said that one of the things about this like having them make three garments and and having them show a range of course mm -hmm. this was to this was like a um like a a preview it was a preview for fashion week a preview for what they could do and also um kind of like a weed out contest to see mm -hmm. they didn't tell them to do anything cohesive but if you give them like enough rope, like enough room, enough time, then you can see what kind of decisions that they, they make together. And I kind of look at, look at what Laura did as like, Oh no, this was, this was a look into someone who given a lot of money and even a little bit more time and three opportunities to do something like she just can't, she just could not get together. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Next is Anya. And the first, Anya's yeah. first thing that she sends down is this black yes uh, black dress mm -hmm. um with a what almost looks like a reversed kind of cowl neck collar yeah I thought it looked like a tuxedo neck mm, I mean oh, maybe down yeah. the back see of course you can't see it from the front it looks like a cowl from mm -hmm. the back it looks like like a tuxedo lapel or something mm-hmm and even thinking about it as a cowl, I feel like that's even better because it doesn't look like it's a jacket turned backwards, even though I yeah. think that's an effect that she's trying to go for. Um, and it does she she does this smart thing with um having the dress end in a kind of like handkerchief point. Uh, like the the hem mm -hmm. is this sort of handkerchief point at the front. Mm -hmm. Um which it's a very simple shape, but it also allows the dress to be sort of like modest, but also kind of high cut. Yeah. At the same time. Yep. Like yeah. it's kind of high cut over the hips, mm -hmm. but the point of it um, extends down past the knee. Yeah. So it doesn't, It it's an interesting solution and she does it on one of the other garments as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really like these, these pieces and, um, you know, the, the black piece was probably like my least 
my least favorite, but I thought the mm-hmm. the white piece and the red or the rust yeah. piece uh, was particularly beautiful. The only thing I didn't really like the the black strap that fastens the mm-hmm. the top together. I, right, I wasn't which sure is why sort of like an red. apron type thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's. I mean, I I think a, a better solution would have been white. Hmm. But I I get the desire for the contrast there, and she has, um, it 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 each one of them has like a kind of surprising place where it wraps or something's draped in an interesting way, and I can mm-hmm. understand like Bert's frustration at trying <laughs> to like have somebody's vague description like to turn that into that dress, but mm-hmm. I do think that they are um uh really strong looks with the possible exception of the pants which are kind of like wrap harem pants really yeah. in their in their construction yeah even though they're a really nice color and and they're fine but they're certainly the weakest part out of it yeah yeah um, it, it still had a really great effect on the runway though um, yeah yeah, there's a lot. There's there's ways where it displays. They all look. All of them display a lot of skin, mm-hmm. without necessarily being like super tight or mm-hmm. super whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, you know, we'll say that they only work on very particular kinds of bodies. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that being like Anya's body, but um. You know, there's and and I I get it, and the and the judges are um, pretty complimentary to her. It's pretty uniformly um, uh, nice across the board. Yeah, I mean, I will say that I feel like the black and those pants, the black dress and those pants are are pretty potentially accessible, mm-hmm. and um, and something that I, I really. So they they all kind of, I think Michael Kors is is the most um, explicit about how knowledgeable or how uh, smartly Anya kind of approached this challenge, and so she he, so he goes, it's sophisticated. I think you're pushing yourself because mm-hmm. he's like you you knew how to dress each of your models, so of course everyone noticed that she put the red head in the red or the rusted mm-hmm. rusty outfit. Mm-hmm. And then chose like the tallest model to wear that white sculptural piece there. Mm-hmm. Also had all of their hair and makeup pretty much the same, shoes the same. Um, and probably out of everyone in terms of their styling, she held back the most. Mm-hmm. And um, and I say I would say like Victor is probably the, the only other one who was pretty held back in in how um, they mm-hmm. styled their their people and. I think Nina used the word phenomenal, which is like a big deal. And oh, what else to say? Um, oh, and also there, there's something that Bert said in back in the workroom that I remember where he's like, yeah, these pieces are deceptively simple. Mm-hmm. And he, of course he knows because he made them. He's like, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I, you know, I just tear my hair out because they're so complicated. But, and also this, this kind of, Wardrobe, I think, is also something that Nina Garcia really loves. And when Anya explained the whole idea about a sculpture, 
I think it's Nina who made them all turn around. She's like, I want prove mm-hmm. it, prove it to me, turn around. And mm-hmm. so they all turn. It's like, okay, yes, there's something different at every angle. It's very modern and it looks like a concise collection. And that's the point of, mm-hmm. of the challenge. So, yeah. 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 Up next, we got Victor. Victor. Oh my gosh. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, fine, fine. <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is sort of my feeling with Victor all along is mm-hmm. that, you know, Victor's no mono. No, of course not. And, and, and as, and, and I'd say that because, um, like, Victor is he's smart, he's super intelligent, he knows his stuff. Yeah. He's got he's he's got like classy looks here. Mm-hmm. They he totally like gets it. He knows but he's not he's not ego driven in in the way that some other designers are where it's like I have to put my stamp on hmm. everything. Hmm. And so there's a way in which he like fits the assignment in a really like altogether way. Yeah. Um I think the first piece he sends out is uh the piece with the jacket and the pants. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um and then um the next one is the sort of black cocktail dress. Mm-hmm. And the th- Third one is the separates, the blouse and skirt. Yeah, the second one is the, the separates, and then the, the the. Oh, okay. Yeah, the cocktail is a finale. Is the third okay? Yeah, yeah. I and yeah. What do you think? Well, I'll just say that like I loved the models more than I liked the clothes. So the first, so Erica, I I you know didn't know um, the model's name this whole season, even though she's my favorite model. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that was my favorite piece because um, Erica made it look so cool. And Mm -hmm. I typically don't like front heavy things. And so the jacket on this outfit is like, it's, it's got this, like a, um, I call it frilly, but it's, it's draped in these like triangles towards the front. And it Mm -hmm. also kind of comes down in an asymmetrical way where it's high in the back, almost like a, like bolero height. And then it bees to the front. I do not like that silhouette, but I really liked the way it looked in this outfit and the way Erica worked it. And I thought the pants looked really great, but unfortunately then it was followed up by a piece and I wrote in my notes. I'm like, is this appropriate? This is very office. (laughs) Like it's, (laughs) it's an office look. It's very safe. And then I think that's what's where I wrote for the last two pieces where they're all well-made, but safe. And then even the last cocktail dress look where I feel like, Victor's trying to be futuristic with this seam that kind of bul- bulges out at the hip area that gives us like a different kind of silhouette, mm-hmm. but it does so in a way where, you know, even me with my limited fashion history, like that's been done before. And it's a very um, common way of doing a futuristic silhouette. Mm-hmm. So um, I just, yeah, everything was just kind of normal so it was helpful to hear Michael Kors's take on it where he's like, I'm about to use like a, a no, no word, but a, a word that I think is totally fine. It's very commercial. I'm like, yeah, it's, 
It's very wearable. Yeah. The most wearable collection up there. So, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's it's you know. Michael knows who he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Michael's Michael's like, look, I know what I'm supposed to say here on this, but this is my bread and butter. I do this. I'd send stuff like this out to stores all day long. It's American. So what I tell you, what I tell you, it's going to sell. I know. Hooray for American sportswear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so it's like, yeah, it it's, He's he hits the nail on the head and that's um, and and whereas I think Mana would be offended by that. Mm-hmm. Not so sure that Victor would. No, like, I don't think that Victor would. I think that Victor is sort of like, yeah, this is kind of this is kind of me doing my thing. This is what I'm this is. You know, I mean, and I kind of think that because we learn a little bit more about Victor's background, which I feel like is really important, but we don't get it until just until, you know, they go the, go down the line. And like, why do you deserve to go to Project? Why do you deserve to go to Fashion Week? I was like Project Runway Week, Fashion Week. And then Victor talks about his mother being a, seam- a seamstress and. Right. For and, designers. Yeah. So and- just like our last season of Project Runway, where we had a designer who had like real trauma around the noise of a sewing machine because her mother was a seamstress as well and finds herself in this industry that she just was trying to run from. And Victor says like, it got me like somehow I ended up in a place that I didn't think I would want to be. And, you know, I feel like that being beholden to like patterning and sort of like a, a traditional way or maybe like a structural way of making that has a lot to do with basing on um, the the practicality of fashion mm-hmm. has a lot to do with that. And I, you know, I don't know. I just really appreciated knowing that, but also that, uh, I don't know, like just, I don't think Victor can help doing it any other way because I don't think he's, he is, he isn't, like what you said, like his stamp, I think his stamp is this, you know, like well-made, these well-made garments because doing mm-hmm. something that is like Anya where you can't, you don't know how to how to put your model into the outfit or you don't know how to get them out of it or something that would be made that it would be so expensive to replicate. I don't know if he would do that. Um, I think that there's, I, I think there's the... The point of like knowing the rules and so that you can screw around with them. Mm-hmm. And and I guess that's where I go to like mono as a kind of yeah. example of that. Yes. Whereas Victor is not quite there yet, Mm-mm. at least in this season. I don't know. I, I, I kind of don't know the it's the rest of his career or his trajectory, but it, it's like here it's no he kind of knows the rules yeah yeah you know he knows he knows how to execute on the assignment and i'll say that he knows the rules of making garment but not the rules of project runway because i feel like when they ask like so tell us about your garment victor he goes so the island was nice and everything but it gave me a better view of the city and so i just ignored what you guys told Mm -hmm. me and i just made whatever i wanted (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah um 
And they all, you know, they all yeah. like, uh, admit or they all um, acknowledge how good he is at sewing. Yeah. And they also acknowledge how regular, degular the clothes mm. are. Yeah. And I think so. Even though Zoe Saldana was just like, but I like the secretary look because someone says it's so secretarial, secretarial. Mm. And Saldana's like, I like it. I really, I like it though. You mm-hmm. know? So, um, yeah. Any Anything else about the designers? And Well, we do have like the moment. So Heidi goes down oh. the row. Yes. And asks the question. Huh. Um, she asks two questions. And, and what are they, Ernest? Oh, my God. Why should you go to Fashion Week and mm-hmm. who would you take with you? Which two people would you take with you? I hate these questions. I hate them. Um, but an, an interesting thing happens. Oh, okay. Let's talk about this. So yeah. Joshua says, listen, um, I focus. I'm focused on fabrics all I wrote in my notes was focus fabrics. <laughs> and he says, I will bring something really great to the runway. Just you watch. Mm-hmm. Joshua would bring Victor because Victor is always bringing something unique. LOL. That's exactly the opposite of what the judges just said. And mm. then his second choice would be Anya. And he goes, listen, I went to school for this. I've been sewing since before I was a fetus. And mm. Um, I respect that she's able to be free with her no nothingness. Look at her over there, free. And so I feel like the the camera cut to Laura, who was just like, "Oh my god!" But I've been sewing since I was eight. Not a fetus. I'm not fetus level, but eight. Look at me, like eight. How could you skip me? So, so we go down the line. <laughs> oh, and. So, yeah, I can't remember who's. Ne- is it? Oh, Kim- is it- Kimberly is next. Kimberly's next. Who would? Um, Kimberly is like all about wanting to change the shape of the face of fashion. Yes, yes. Um, that there are different. There should be different people who can be considered designers. Right. And mm-hmm. who would Kimberly take with her? She would take Anya and Laura. Anya mm. because she's very also very new. So so Kimberly feels a kinship to Anya in her experience, and also because she's grown tremendously. Mm-hmm. And then she'd also take Laura because Laura's very a very different designer than the, than the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then who do they ask? Anya's next. Anya's next. Okay, so I wrote down what Anya said. Mm-hmm. She goes, regardless of the wonderful things that have been said about how much I've grown. <laughs> listen, I know who I am. I know who the fuck I am. And uh-huh. I, this whole time. I've been solid. My point of view has been solid. And I was just like, ooh, okay, all right. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. And then she says it means a tremendous amount to be so close. But she would take Joshua because besides his editing issues, besides, you know, like the whole bedazzling uh, craziness he has over there. Yeah. Besides um, the way he has offended your eyes week after week. Look at all the bejeweledness. He designs in a very singular way and his ideas are solely his, which I feel like is so shady. And then she, then she goes to Victor and she's like, uh, what can sell? What can work? That's going to be Victor because his work has an audience already. I thought the whole thing was shady. 
That is how a pageant girl does it. Yes. <laughs> that is how yes. a pageant girl does it. Oh my God. So amazing. <laughs> So amazing. You are so right. Because, of course, I was just like, here we go. This is the most pageanty thing of Project Runway. Yeah. And here also, we have a winner. Also, we've been get the, getting the buildup for, like, the past few episodes yes. about, like, how resentful everybody is of of Anya mm-hmm. and her, like, mm-hmm. unearned success. Yes. And when will someone put a stop to it? And yes. What, you know, like, when is it going to be over? Yes. So Anya says her piece. Who do they talk to next? They talk to Laura next. Mm-hmm. And she goes. She's so, destiny. Those destined tears oh come God. out. I came. Oh my God. She is not a beauty queen. Remember when she tried right. to compare herself to Anya as a beauty queen? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. I can't hold it. I have care. I'm like, beauty queens don't cry on stage when it's time for them to talk. She goes, mm-hmm. I came to this with a, a strong set of skills and I sewed when I was eight. Okay. It's been mm-hmm. since I was eight. I'm choosing. Oh my God. I'm choosing Victor because Michael Kors likes him. And mm-hmm. I'm choosing Anya because she has a knack for silhouettes. Mm-hmm. That's all I wrote for Laura. I just like mm-hmm. I just made fun of her in my notes. <laughs> yep. And then and then they talk to Victor. Victor says, mm-hmm. "Coming from an immigrant family, I mean, I'm also an immigrant, including me. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom being a sample maker, I didn't want to do that, but eventually caught it. It caught up with me, and I embraced it. I'll take Josh because he has good ideas." And then my second choice would be Anya. She has a lot of flowy designs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay. Mm-hmm. So I thought all of this. So five designers. Five designers. On that stage. Yeah. Five designers. Yes. Every single one of them said Anya should yes. go to fashion. Week. Yes. Yes. So, okay. So my question is, because I was, I was like, okay. Is this because, is it strategic in some way, shape, or form? Is it because they think they can beat her? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, they want Anya to go. They don't care about the publicity or whatever because they all think they're going to go. They all think that they deserve to be mm. there. But I think of everyone except for Kimberly and maybe except for Laura, I think Joshua and Victor were like Anya all the way because they're like, I want someone I can beat. Or... And maybe it's also a combination of things that Anya had such a great critique also coming off of like a winning streak that it would look bad for them to not choose her. What'd you think? I, I think it's the latter. Okay. Okay. I think it's, I think it's like, all right. I I think it's like, I can't, am I going to be the jerk? Like every, like basically (laughs) Everyone says she's a genius. Am I going to be the jerk to stand up here and say well, uh, someone else should go? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are you really going to pick Laura? Nina hates her. Also, I couldn't. Also, I couldn't. I, I don't b- agree with your first thesis mm-hmm. because. um, Because Anya has already beaten both of them. OK, yes. Yes. And and. Um, and if you thought you wanted somebody that you could beat, you would pick Kimberly. Okay, yeah. I was thinking Kimberly is the one who seems to be struggling at the yes, moment. Yes, you're right. You're right, you're right. Because in my head I was also th- I was like, is this is would hubris do this? Would hubris make them make these choices? Yeah. And yeah. maybe, but you're right. No one yeah. chose 
Kimberly. It's just wild to me that at the end of the day, mm-hmm. every single one of them yep. sat up there and picked Anya to go to Fashion yep. Week. Yep. Yep. So, um, so they all go backstage. Mm-hmm. Judges debate. Yes. Um, they come back out Mm -hmm. and what are the results oh my gosh the first person who is going to fashion week is anya (laughs) by by universal acclaim (laughs) (laughs) it's like well you know it's a combination of our things and your things so (laughs) we said anya y'all said anya so she's going first and she goes back there and she's just like oh my god i was the first chosen that means something she basically won she won this episode she won this challenge yeah Yeah. um and clearly to you know i mean we're joking about it but clearly did there that's like those outfits look better than any other outfit that walked that yeah it was the only collection and maybe you know victor's as well but the only like runway collection so mm-hmm. th- and that's the thing that they tell Victor. They're like, "We know you can sew, but can you put on a runway? We just mm-hmm. want to make sure of that." So um, Anya yeah. secures a spot, and then the second person to secure a spot is uh, Victor. Victor. So there are top two, like clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they go back and kiss, and then who is number three? Oh my God, Joshua. Did you see that coming? I did not. In my head, so I have watched the season more yeah. than once, multiple yeah. times. I don't remember Joshua going to Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I thought he he went home. I was like, okay, you know. I also thought Victor went home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Victor in Fashion Week, so this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bottom two are uh, Kimberly and Laura. Mm-hmm. And Nalen, uh, who's our last designer to go to Fashion Week? Well, it turns out that sometimes destiny doesn't exist. I mean, all the time, destiny doesn't exist. Or perhaps you were destined to cry in front of Nina Garcia, and that's that's. Time to say goodbye <laughs> because Laura goes home and Kimberly goes to Fashion Week. I'm, I'm drop kicking Laura. <laughs> off and now, and to be fair, as I've said all along, I remembered Laura going home much earlier than this. I mean, yeah. I did not remember Laura being such a big part of this season. I mean, yeah. And she did either. start out, start like she started out like, super noisy super mm-hmm. commentary like mm-hmm. i'm like this girl i'm like this southern girl i've got this and, 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 and mm-hmm. making money and doing mm-hmm. this and i know this and i know about women and like mm-hmm. like evaporated out at the end i mean like kind of worn down yeah i think by the stresses of the competition yeah and and perhaps maybe uh, yeah, just being confronted with the fact that mm, it's not not your destiny. Yeah. All right. Not your destiny. Yeah. And, and the Kimberly... backstage stuff. Well, it's interesting. First, like mm-hmm. Josh comes back as the third one. Right. And suddenly everybody's lovey dovey. Yeah. Like thrilled with each other. I mean, that's that stuff to me. I OK, again, like we, I've, I've talked about this, how I have a problem with, with resolution. So mm. not great at uh, 
accepting apologies <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> Takes me a while. And so with mm. all of that, that that to me, I, I fast forwarded through it. It made me so uncomfortable. So I'm like, you guys have you guys have been so harsh with one another. And then it's so clear that when you've gotten what you've wanted, then all of a sudden everything is aside. Like all yeah. all of that other stuff is is aside. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Um, um and then Kimberly comes back and I think that they were a little surprised to see Kimberly. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and Kimberly was a little surprised to see Kimberly. And this was a contrast between Kimberly and Laura because Kimberly yeah. goes back there and she's she's repeating. I think she might have been in shock, actually, because mm. she's crying, but she's overwhelmed. And she keeps saying, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm mm. not supposed to be here. And Anya, I think, is the one who's just like, no, you are. You're here. You're here. And she just is like. She admits, she's like, I just, I saw myself going home. She even said goodbye to Heidi Klum. She was asking for, you know, like a, the train ticket home or whatever. And we have Laura who's like, what? But Destiny, I just totally, mm. Laura had no, Laura totally expected to go to Fashion Week. Totally had it in her bones that she was going to be there. And Kimberly is the exact opposite and designed that way. Like Kimberly was just panicking and just, I think, mm. also subconsciously trying to muck it up for herself. And it's this 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 contrast of this back and forth where yeah. Kimberly, you know, was was gone. Like she was gone. And but it's not. Laura's gone. So Yeah. Wow. Um, Laura says, I don't think I deserve to go today. Or I'm yeah. saying in the voice, I didn't, I don't think I deserve to go today. And I'm just like, you don't deserve shit, Laura. <laughs> you don't deserve shit. I don't care how long you've been sewing since you were eight. Who cares? Um, and then Tim comes in and we say goodbye to Laura, like, bye, Laura, bye. Mm. And then Tim says, I hope you all are unconditionally proud of what you have, in, have achieved. And I'm just like, again, where I sometimes I think that Tim is talking to Kim, Kimberly, mm. <laughs> specifically, mm. where I'm like, I, out of everyone in, in that room, I think Kimberly needed to hear that. Mm. So. Mm -hmm. And then um, they have like a final four group hug. And I think Tim gives them all forehead kisses. Yes. <laughs> They all they all get kissed. <laughs> Joshua can't believe it. Oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now the finale. The finale. We're finally here. So uh we've only got two episodes to go. Yeah. And then we're done. Um <laughs> I'm a little I'm actually a little bit more excited about these home visits because again, like I don't remember most of these people being in the finale so mm -hmm. it's like okay all right uh um, it's it's like it's brand new so so yeah all right Nayland. yes indeed um any any final thoughts do you have anything to say about this episode um it's, again it's kind of like kind of middle of the road yeah it's not it's not a it's not a great season. No, it's not. Even though there's some individuals on this season that I really, really love. And again, you know, like you haven't, we haven't talked about it because it's not, we haven't talked about it wholeheartedly about their after lives, or whatever. But again, mm -hmm. like Kimberly 
is doing so well right now. That's great. <laughs> doing really I love great. That. Um, but yeah, no, this was this is this is like a want want season, you know? Yeah. Uh yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's big on I, I mean Anya is kind of its big controversy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know And then it, and then there was just like a lot of yelling. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these like nasty little quips and looks and yeah and um and and again like you know projection of your fragile ego all over the place yeah so yeah well Nalan um now that we've come to the end of this <laughs> want want of an episode um can you tell our listeners um what you have going on if there is anything to share and then remind them how to find you. Um, nothing special coming up for me. Uh, you, you can find me, um, on, um, uh, you know, dancing in the ruins of, of Twitter. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Your special place. Um, uh, it's, it, it has been interesting there the past few weeks. Oh man. Um uh but really if you want to um keep up with what I'm doing, you can visit me on my website, nalenblake.net. And also um if you feel like rummaging around on Tumblr, I have a few Tumblrs. Yay. You can look me up there. And uh Tumblr, the the fun the 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 newly fun social network. The final frontier. It's it's the, the only frontier. one that works right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you know, admittedly TikTok, but I'm that it will never be my it will never be my thing. Wait, Neilan, are you on TikTok? I have a TikTok account <gasps> that I made because I gave some students an assignment and some of them did the work on TikTok. Amazing. So I have not, I can't, I don't even remember how to log into it. That oh. was last year. Oh, it's okay. So, never mind. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's really like, mm -hmm. um, oh, I, I even have an account on Mastodon. Ooh, that was my <laughs> next question. And I was like, that's not the only one that's working. I hear people are moving to Mastodon, but Mastodon has its own, has, <laughs> has its own issues. Um, but we won't go into those here. Okay. Yeah. I'll Ernest, ask that. where can people find you and what do you have going on? Oh man. So I would like to share that I have been developing another podcast for the visual studies workshop and in Rochester, which is, mm -hmm. um, where I, I work and, um, the, yeah, the podcast is mainly focusing on the residency program that we have. So we have mm -hmm. these amazing artists coming through. I've done the residency. And, um, and so I kind of propose this as a way of keeping up with our residents, but also sharing about process, you know, asking them their experiences while they were here, if the residency affected their work and what they've been up to. So that's launching on Monday, November 14th. So um, you'll be hearing this and the podcast will be live. And so our first artist would be, will be Granville Carroll. And then I'll be talking with artists, Savannah Woods and Aaron Turner. 
and then Lily Chin, and then um, Lija Bouton. So that'll be uh, releasing um, bi-monthly until the end of our season one. So yeah, that's, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And then, Yay. of course, you can find me there and and at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, ErnezDavis.com, everywhere else. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Nayland, um, so wonderful to see your face on Zoom. Mm, and so it is lovely to see yours. And so wonderful to, you know, um, go through this, you know, this slog of a show. <laughs> <laughs> even though, even though this is like one of the worst seasons, it's still like not that bad um, in terms mm. of like Project Runway or of the other shows that I, that I watch. But yeah, and listeners, so wonderful to be with you as well. And again, like hang in there with us. Let us know how you're feeling about this. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know your thoughts um, and and we'll read them on the show. Yeah. So. Rest in peace, Swatch. Uh, Swatch. Oh. And yeah, if you have any lovely words that you'd like to share about Swatch, if you have any special mm-hmm. experiences that you've had with Swatch. Did you pet Swatch? Did you feed Swatch? Did you watch Swatch? drink water which is something that i used to do all the time so um yeah um, i have a photo of swatch somewhere that i took uh, on one of my visits yeah um i have a swatch shirt that uh um, <laughs> i have not worn because i'm still waiting for a special occasion and i, I think i've waited <laughs> way too long <laughs> to wear that shirt i just need to wear it so um so yeah yeah rest in peace swatch and um, all of you, you guys, like, take care and take care of each other as best you can. Mm-hmm. And until next time, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.